Welcome to the Good Buddies Anime Podcast. I am your good buddy, Roger. You are trying so hard. Oh, man. To reclaim your former glory. Man, we got through almost our, our whole intro. Yeah, I, I we, did what I've been watching. and We had an audio issue, and we had to restart it. And that one... Roger came in real strong, and we had a little it, bit about how he was... It was maybe the best intro that I ever so did. He was so high, and we I was so low, and it's... It was great. There was hey, a good man, dichotomy there. Hey, man, it's gone now. It doesn't matter, but... You are trying it's, so it's hard gone. to get it back. Alrighty, good buddies. <laughs> well, we're covering episodes five through eight of Chio's School Road today. Yeah, we are. <laughs> oh man, is this like our first big audio mess up? Uh, yeah, the first major one where we had Fucking to scrap audio, but uh, got that trophy, unlock that achievement. One thing I didn't. Did that thing. One thing I didn't mention in the other intro is that we, if you're watching on Rapkick Media on the YouTube channel. Me and Brandon did a video a little earlier this week yeah. going over the Detective Pikachu trailer. We, I was on camera. Yeah, we were we're both on camera for it, so go check that out. If you want to hear your good buddies and see your good buddies, break down a quick trailer. I think the video is less than 20 minutes long. It's pretty cool. Go hang pretty out quick. with us, check that out, get our thoughts on that. But, uh, man. <laughs> you bummed out about gone. losing that episode. All right. So this it's is, all good, bud, but... What, we're gonna make it. It's gonna yeah, be okay. We're gonna make it. This is, this and we're is, gonna stop talking about it because now everyone else is like, "What did I miss?" Yeah, you didn't miss anything. This is, you did miss some. You no, missed, you, you missed my hype. You missed okay, nothing. I was so you, hyped. Mi- you missed Roger being like, "Ah, yeah, it was good, buddy, Roger." And I was like, "Jesus!" Dude, I had a little dance with him. Too. I was like doing the robot, and he was like, "I'm so pumped." You I could put, see I got my robot new, through the audio. He was like, "I got that new Pokemon, and I caught a shiny Pidgey." I did catch a shiny Pidgey, man. <laughs> All right. Uh. It's okay. We're good, and we're moving on yep. right now. Hey, Roger. What have you been watching? <laughs> My guy. <laughs> I uh, went through that Funimation app. Uh, we I went on a little bit of a rant about that, about how cumbersome it is to use. It's yes, a real it's, pain it's, in the ass. It's very... It doesn't feel good, yeah. that Funimation app. But, but I, I did I did hit up some uh, One Piece on there. I've, I've started a little bit. I, I haven't got on full... I can't full, deal with that. Full binge mode on it yet, but Too much. but once a year I, I usually binge through. I'm on the 300 somewhere. Got a nice little audio um, spike over there. Who knows what that is? Right. But um, it, it it was Enough fun to talk. it was fun to see it back. Funimation is such a pain in the ass to use though. Don't um, like it. Don't care yeah. for it. Can't. I don't it. know if I'll keep it or not. We'll we'll see. I guess it really depends on if it has exclusive anime that we need to see. I mean, it's got the that we MHA dub, right? Yeah, but I can watch that sub too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what you have been watching? Aside from that, on Verve, they've been High Dive has been adding more and more anime mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been uh, checking out this one called "Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon?" It came out uh, 2017, I believe. Yeah, I've heard of it, haven't watched it. It seems. Let me let me. It ta- is in fact not a booby anime. Let me talk about this one. It it hits my prejudice against animes with too many words in the title. That's uh, often, shame. often ones that ask questions or like have an exclamation point because they almost always. I try to watch them and I'm like, oh, this is awful. Like, for example, 
that uh, a sister is all you need. Too many you words in that clip, one. Though. I watched a clip of that one. It was enough to make me never want to watch it. Uh, but what other, if it was out of context. What dude? was the one? The one we were just talking about that um, you uh, the, how the not I, to summon a demon yeah. lord. Too yeah. many words in that title. You couldn't get past like episode three. Uh, I, I think I got the two. Okay, uh, too much, too much, but, and um, I can't be dealing with it. So this other one, one is definitely, definitely. I think it's worth watching. What was the other one I said? That time I got reincarnated as a son. That's Haven't new. watched it. Haven't watched it. Uh, too many words in the title. I think I would hate it. I I think that it's a real real contender for a new format change coming up soon in the Good Buddies anime podcast, and we are gonna but, we are gonna do that. Uh, this anime is is really good. I've actually quite enjoyed it. I'm on episode eight or nine, and uh, legit decent. Do what? Pretty decent. Pretty decent. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty decent, dude. I I like it a lot. Um, so you've like all these angels came down and they can't use their magic, so they form little guilds with humans. Humans go into dungeons. Dungeons uh, produce uh, monsters in which they slay and they get money for it. Okay. And that's how they kind of earn prestige and stuff like Something that. Something about sword fighters. Yeah. Lady sword so fighter with your main ass. character is, is pinned down by a minotaur in the first episode very, very early on. Getting toe and, up. Yeah. And this very high level swordswoman uh, from a very high, high ranking clan uh, saves his life. And it covers him in blood. He runs away crying, and that that's what that's what starts starts anime. But he wants to get stronger to be like her because she's very powerful. Oh yeah, and she's you know she's like a true a true warrior, and it's just like he's kind of infatuated with her, but not on like a you know a weird anime sexual level. Like a sexy level, more of a like I want to be have a cool crush with her. on her. Yeah. But also, like, he wants to be as good. It's kind of like the Uraraka Deku thing. Yeah, but it, it pushes like, him to be... clearly is into him, but also she's trying to be, like, as strong as he yes, is. Yes, but it pushes him to be stronger. And his goddess, gotcha. Hestia, uh, sure. she she is actually quite fond of of the main character. Oh, And she is such a great character, man. She's so much fun. Alright. Uh so Seems I, like I highly time. recommend I think that you would like I'll it. Gi- I'll give it a I'll and give if it a If any of the good buddies haven't checked it out, I'm sure a lot of them have because it's been out for a year or so. Uh Seems like if the you haven't thing checked I it out, check it out. Episodes. It's good. Yeah, man. Sounds cool. And then outside of that I watched uh Goblin Slayer. That anime's toned down a lot, but it's chilling still fun. a little bit. Yeah, it's chilling out some. Uh but it may be the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. And then uh uh, school Facebook seller Honda Sana caught the new episode of that. I haven't seen the new one. <laughs> it was the weakest episode of the bunch, but yeah. Uh, overall, it's still good, man. I'm I'm yeah. still enjoying it, and High Dive is adding more and more stuff on, and I'm super pumped about that. Also, uh, on Verve, they added Boomerang on there. This is an anime related, but, but it is um, some cool <clears throat> cartoons. Yeah, you got your Courage the Cowardly Dog and a bunch of Hell other great yeah. stuff. But the more important dog on there is Scooby Doo. It has got. Every single episode of Scooby Doo. Are you talking now? Which Scooby Doo? All of them. You you do you mean that? Yes. We have to look. Not the. It doesn't have the two live action. It has Scooby Doo. Where are you? But the animated ones. Yes. Scooby-Doo. It has Scooby Doo Mysteries Incorporated. I was. Yeah. His Mystery Incorporated. It has Scooby the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo. Um, featuring Vincent Van Gogh. No, Vincent Van, uh, Price. I think As that's the that's Vincent, the that's what was the new name movies, in there? isn't it? No, no, this was like an old one. This is like no, the, it's called the new movies Scooby Doo or whatever. That's the series. 
Um, yes, it does have. I'm it talking on about there. 13 it Ghosts has over of Scooby Doo. 500 episodes old... of Scooby Doo, dude. Okay. Um, and it does have a new show coming on there. This is not anime, but I do want to tell you look about this. Up this. Real quick. <laughs> uh, this this show is coming out in 2019. It's called. If you can't tell, I'm a huge Scooby Doo fan. I grew it's up with Scooby Doo. That was one of my cartoons. Um, it's called Scooby Doo and Guess Who. Uh, that it's coming out next year. Jesus. And we, he's going to be running into all kinds. The gang is solving traditional mysteries, and there are going to be all kinds of stars in there, all kinds of celebrities and stuff. Let me tell you some of these guest stars here. We got Kevin Conroy as Batman. Jesus. We got uh, Ricky Ger- Gervais. Gervais. I don't know. Gervais. Ricky Gervais. You don't know Ricky fucking Gervais? I'm not, I'm not familiar with him, but oh, he's God. playing himself. Uh, Halsey is herself. Mark Hamill is himself. Bill Nye is himself. Chris Paul is himself. Sia is herself. I need to know if Kevin Conroy is going to meet uh, Luke Skywalker and if he does the voice. If Mark Hamill is going to do the Joker voice. I don't know. God, that'd be I'm, so good. I'm guessing uh, Keenan Thompson is himself. Neil this deGrasse guy. Tyson is himself. 13 Ghost Scooby-Doo? Yes. Okay. Um, it is on there. Jaleel White as Steve Urkel. I mean, he that is that is Steve Urkel. We will also have uh, Sherlock Holmes on there, a Flash on there, and Wonder Woman. So uh, it seems yeah, excessive. It sounds really awesome. That was but not anime at all, but I did want to bring it to to everybody's attention if they're checking out Verve and they haven't seen that Boomerang's adding a bunch of cool stuff. And there's a new cool Scooby Doo. What have you been watching, good buddy? That was a lot, man. You went on for a while. Brandon's over there on his phone. Before we started, Brandon was uh, I had the we had to hit that record button because Brandon would not get off of MySpace.com. I was looking. He was digging up. I was looking at people's old pictures, and it was really funny. He Uh, was digging up some good shots of Roger with his green hair. All right. Oh no. All right. Anyway, (laughs) sorry, I was looking at all the Scooby Doo's. Uh, There's a lot of them. So I haven't watched a whole hell of a lot. I did watch a a few more episodes of. Zombieland Saga, man oh man, that show's nuts, and I'm into it. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot that I did watch the first episode. Of yeah, Zombieland yeah. Saga after after, after we, we recorded recording. last yeah. week, uh, which is pretty cool. I like it. I can't wait to watch more. Um, beyond that, I haven't really watched a whole lot this week. I did watch uh, the new episode of Bloom Into You. I really like that show. It's super cute, and it's it's a lot of fun, and it's doing a lot of really uh, really cool character development that I'm super into. Like you're really getting to know these characters, and it's great. Just like in Chia School Road. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I can't wait to go We're through talk the, about this. I can't wait to go through this episode. You got anything else you've been watching, good buddy? Not really, man. I guess let's get to it. Okay. This so this is guy. this is the second to last episode. We have one more episode breaking down Chio School Road for the finale there. And then before we're we do switch the it up. yeah, before we do the switch. So um, the these, are, these are the last of the the super super intense breakdowns. Not to say that we're not going to be um, breaking down things well and, you know, really sharing those thoughts for the content in the future, the, uh, yeah. the more review style stuff. Um, it's just going to it's going to open up and allow us to do some more things, things that we couldn't do before. Longer yeah, anime and stuff like that. But uh, let's go ahead and get into Chio's School Road, dude. Episode get five. Your, get your book open. I got my book open. Episode five is... The first one, it's got two little parts in it. The first one is, thank you, George. This one's ridiculous. All these are ridiculous. I don't think there's one episode in this bunch that I didn't at least once go, what in the flying... uh, Just, jeez, man. Dude, and did you watch... Did you do the sub for this whole... 
I did subtitles for all of it. Okay, I did so, watch a couple clips in dub because I was like, I gotta know what they said. There, there, there is one, uh, one in. Thank you, George. Sean okay. Schimmel is in it, dude. Goku is in it. Okay, and it is fucking hilarious, dude. Okay. Well, this one starts with Chio at a crosswalk. She's got a bottle of tea. She drank like half most of it, and she got pee real bad. And she is inching across the street at this crosswalk. Like you ever had to do that the pee waddle, dude? Because she can't move good. Uh, she manages to get it across the street <laughs> barely and slings into an alleyway to try and compose herself. She sees a cat going across the the little a little mm-hmm. ledge on this building, and looking at the cat, she notices a window, and she jumps to look in this window and sees it is in fact a bathroom. And she's thinking to herself while she's in midair, "I didn't know there was a bathroom here. Awesome, I can get it." And then she lands and almost fucking pops. And she's like, oh, God. And she, like, runs around to the other side, runs into the building, gets in, gets to the toilet, manages to relieve herself. Okay, that's great. Didn't just... And she also points out, oh, I didn't have to use the bottle. Thank goodness. Uh, She drinks some more of her drink. Okay, new problem, though. She did, in fact, run into the men's room. Of course. Of course. Uh, You can't just just take a pee. Um, Okay. Someone walks in using the stall next to her, screaming, screaming in the stall next to her. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just like it sounds like a waterfall and just a voice going, yeah. like it was, Jesus. it was like my original opening for the Good Buddies episode this week. All right, that was lost. You can't let it go, huh? I can't. Come on, bud. All right, but uh, when have you ever let me or known me to let something go? I don't know, man. But you I need tell to work that joke on that four or five times. Even after it gets old. He just keeps saying as it because eventually someone's going to laugh. Eventually someone's going to laugh at it. You're a monster. Anyway, uh, this person eventually leaves and she's like, Jesus, this is scary. Uh, she uses her real wall hack by focusing her chi into her eyes to see through the wall. Yeah, that's the real thing that happened. Uh, she starts to leave. Another guy enters and she jumps back into uh, she jumps back through a door. And this guy's like just fixing his hair. She realizes she has no way out. Because she ran in so quick, no one really noticed. But when she tries to leave, there's no way they're not going to notice. She also ended up jumping into a storage closet here. She's not in a stall. And she imagines using a hose on the floor to choke out the guy and sneak out in his suit. Realizes that's freaking dumb. Uh, But she finds something in the closet and realizes this. This is how I'm going to get out. Okay, here's the plan. Sets up a cleaning sign to show, hey, you know, don't just come on in here. Gets a bucket over to that window she looked through earlier and stands on it to look out. And she's watching people pass like, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. Another guy comes in, starts to step past the sign because he really has to pee. Is mm-hmm. this is this our boy? This is Sean Schimmel okay. right here, dude. <laughs> it sounds really good. Uh, I'm going to have to watch that scene in the dub. And she he starts to walk past because he's really got to pee. And she throws more of her bottle at the floor uh, the tea out of her bottle so that it just looks like piss all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty great. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, God, never mind. And he leaves. Uh, Chio looks out the wall, uh, out the window again. Okay. God, this scene. She sees a couple of schoolgirls and a couple of old dudes who are walking through this alleyway uh, outside of the window. She found in the uh, in the storage closet, closet these weird little balls. She doesn't know what they are. She hucks one out the window. Nothing happens. She throws all the rest of them. That cat she saw jumps down and starts batting at one. The girls stop to watch. They're bent over and like looking at the cat. The old dudes stop to watch the girls. 
They are right outside the window, but looking away from the window. And the, the, there's a lot of panty shots here mm-hmm. with the dudes watching these girls. Okay. Chio now, realizing uh, this was the plan, there's a gap there where no one's looking at the window, even though they're all surrounding the window, but looking away from it. She jumps through the window, jumping off of like one of the swinging stall doors, like feet first, but gets stuck. And just her like, from like her waist down is out the window, the rest of her, she's stuck, and you just see her ass with her skirt up, and it's just all panties, like, it's not even a panty shot at this point. It's just full on on display, just wiggling violently, trying to get out of this window, just bouncing around like crazy. And right as one of the girls starts to turn around, she gets loose, shoots out of the window, lands in front of the cat. And everybody else is like, whoa, where did you come from? That was scary. What's going on? And to try and play it off, she grabs the cat, calls it George. And then it like freaks out and runs away. And she chases after it so that, you know, it seems like, oh, I was, I found my cat and she has an excuse to run away. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was just straight up booty bouncing in the window. It was, it was absurd. <laughs> All right. The girls are weirded out, but, um, they like the little toy that the cat was playing with. The men see it and realize, oh, that's one of those urinal fresheners they put in the urinal. Yeah. So it's like a urinal cake, point, a little I'm round a, one. I've, I've been trying to figure out what these were too. That's what my, my suspicion was that they were. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I'm guessing that Japanese toilet candies look a lot different than American toilet candies. You gotta call them toilet candies, bro. Yeah, man, toilet candies. Gross. Dude, sometimes they do the pink toilet candies. Those are the best, man. If I ever see a toilet with a pink toilet candy in it, I'm peeing on that candy because it smells the best. I can't. You can't just pee on the candy though, because sometimes they got a little divot in them, and your piss will splash up. It's not I mean, good. I, I try to be. Yeah, stand back. I try to be. St- you got to arc it. You know, I want to smell that toilet candy too. So. Jesus Christ, dude! All right, well, I'm 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 no stranger to splash damage. Yeah. So. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't splash. You full on pissed yourself. You can call it what you, you want. All right. Kiss my ass. Anyway, uh, the guys, the old dudes, recognize it as one of those urinal freshers. One of them, uh, uh, they they then like as soon as they see it, are like, "Oh God, I gotta piss!" So one of them runs inside, finds a disaster area with all the piss, and he just freaks out. <laughs> That's where that one is. Then there's the short. Uh, these always have like a short clip afterwards, like something else that happens uh, at the school. Uh, gatekeeper guy, uh, who we actually get his name later. It's Goto, or Gatau, or something it's like that. Goto. Goto. Uh, he takes, uh, he takes the little ball from Chio. It's like, huh, what a weird little toy. And then he like gets a, like a real serious face when he realizes what it is. Like, why the fuck is she playing with this? Uh, and that's that one. All right. Next part of the episode. Um, uh, Manana Chio. Manana Chio. I'm trying to. Manana Chio. Manana Chio. Manana Chio. Great song in this one. Manana Chio. All right. Uh, so we get a little bit of backstory. We get more backstory. We get a little bit of backstory with the, not the gatekeeper guy, but the uh, disciplinary student council monitor, disciplinary monitor for the student well, council. Oh, monitor. Sure. Uh, her name is Shinazuko Momo. So Momo. Uh, we get a little backstory on her. So gatekeeper guys holding a meeting, to, uh, Goto. Uh, he says the discipline's crumbling. We've got reports of students behaving badly and whatnot. Uh, the chalkboard behind him actually has like a couple things written on it that like, okay, those are definitely Chio doing shit. Um, 
like a like when like it, one of them is a, a student showed up uh came to school with a biker or something like that it's like okay yeah, yeah. um momo uh wants to help goto out and she patrols areas from the reports. Nothing strange. Nothing too weird. She sees Chio and Manana walking. She's like, oh, that's normal. They're just walking. Chio stops and bends down at a flower bed and she's picking a flower. She's like, oh, is she going to use that to make a bookmark or something? No, she pulls up this flower, somehow pulls up a huge vine root from this flower <laughs> yeah. and just uses it to straight up whip uh, Manana's ass. Like just does a full on cow and like smacks her with it. And Momo's watching. She's like, "What the hell?" Momo, of course, in retaliation, grabs a freaking tree limb, and they just start fighting. She's got a sword. She's got a whip. They're just going at it. Eventually, uh, like Momo swings at Chio like in a big downward swing. Chio wraps the vine around it and like throws it, throws them both away, and they're done. They don't have any weapons, and they just start walking like nothing happened. And I did write one little quote down here because as they're walking, she was like, hey, does your ass hurt? No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. God. It's pretty good, man. Uh, Momo is disturbed by this, but and she keeps following them. Okay. They get to this bit where there's like one of those big brick, like it's a hill that's been bricked over, so it's like a wall, but like at an angle. And Manana walks up the road around it. Chio, meanwhile, decides for no reason she just wants to climb it, so she does. I'm assuming what was implied here is that they were racing to see who Maybe. could get up there faster. Yeah. Chio was probably like, I'm taking a shortcut. Yeah, it was real goofy. Uh, she gets to the top. Manana doesn't help her at the top. And then Momo, who's watching this, is just like, are those two even friends? Manana pulls a, pulls a water bottle out of her bag, a water bottle out of her bag, drinks it herself, uh, and then uh, Chio's like, uh, and she's like, oh, do you want some? She like holds it out to her, and Momo's like, oh, this is beautiful. But instead of giving it to her, she whips it to the side and pours it on the flowers, uh, watering the plants. And then they just start struggling. They just start like like they're fighting each other. They're like grabbing and like rocking at each other and whatnot. Uh, Momo finally runs over, stops them, and says, "They they should. You obviously don't need to be hanging out. Your bad influences on each other. Friends are supposed to love each other, have each other's backs." And and Manana cuts her off. She's like, "Hey, you don't have any friends, do you? How did you know?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Well, only people who don't actually have friends are so you know have such an idealized view of it." She says that they've always been like this. They're always messing with each other. It's just how they always have been ever since like elementary, like grade school and whatnot. And Momo says, "All right, well, if you're such friends, then prove it. Prove your friendship, or I'm gonna report everything I've seen." And Manana's please tell like, me you memorized the song. Of course not. Damn. I mean, I don't know the 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 melody of it, but it was okay. So I don't know what it was in the dub. It was like uh, it was like it was a bunch of meow sounds. Yeah, like, it was just meow meow meow. So. Yeah, okay. But Manana's trying to figure out what to do. She's like, "What do I say? Like, uh, what her birthday is? I mean, almost anyone could know that if they're in casual conversation. What am I supposed to tell her? Blah blah blah. She can't figure it out." And Chio's like, we gotta do the thing. And she, Manana's like, the thing? She's like, yeah, the thing. They perform this freaking dance and song called Manana Chio. It's just their names. It is a kitty dance. Like, they start so dramatically, like, posed. And then they immediately just go, like, one of them does a little cat face. The other one, like, puts her hands over her head like their ears. They just go, yeah. And like the whole thing is just them going nya, 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 like whatever. Like in the in the sub, they're saying nya or nyan. 
And in the like the subtitles are all just like meow 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 like that kind of thing. It's real freaking goofy. They're dancing around like waving their arms. It's real silly. Toward the end, Manana says, "I'm Mananya," and Chio's like, "And I'm Chio Nyan." It's real goofy. But at the end of it, they do a goofy little cat pose, and Momo is weeping she is moved to tears and she tells them to go but before she does before they leave uh she asks hey um do you have some advice on how you can get closer to someone and manaz just to me like you mean goto right and they're like what no that's that that would be improper a teacher and a student and <laughs> Manana gives her the worst advice and she doesn't deny it but Manana gives her the absolute worst advice ever she says listen even though such relations are frowned upon the teacher was the one who would take all the blame so you should just go for it you should definitely just go for it just get that mm-hmm. get that girl it's absolutely awful also tells her you got to keep your rivals in check and be mysterious uh, later when she gives a report Goto asks her how it went says oh you seem like you had fun anything good happened and she's like it's a secret because she's supposed to be mysterious uh, the little clip after this one uh, is Momo trying to keep a little blonde girl from talking to Goto because uh, she needs to keep her rivals in check and she says you're if you're going to talk to him you need to you know fix your hair you're, you're very improper or whatever and because she's got this goofy ponytail and she gives her like she ends up going full rival on her by fixing her hair and she's like oh really but if i do that then our personalities might end up overlapping and like they give each other this horrible glare like they're actually like real rivals it's real goofy i don't know if that character's coming back but good god they really threw that in at the end but yeah man that was the story of momo and Mm -hmm. the ridiculous cat dance i don't i don't know man all right (laughs) Here's, episode, where, here's where we're having some fun. Episode six. Fuck you, dude. Should, should I make comments or should I just leave it quiet? You do. You act as the spirit moves you, sir. All episode right, man. six. Episode six. Everyone's own path. Good God. Oh, all right. Chiam and I are walking to school. I got a message from Hosokawa. Kushitori, the comedy club lady, is missing. Uh, hasn't been school, hasn't been at, at her, I think they say dormitory, like dorm, like she actually doesn't live at home or whatever, I don't know. But she hasn't been, no one's seen her. Uh, they're walking, they hear a noise in the trees. A dog? No. It's Kushitori. They watch her, she's running this little training ground, like striking these cans and bottles and whatnot that are hanging from trees and like on the ground before tackling a straw dummy. And she tells herself, not good enough. And she goes back to it, kabadi, 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 kabadi. Like, she's really practicing on this. She's been living here, apparently. There's a tent, a fire pit, and an old man approaches with a hat that says M-A-A-T in all caps. So I'm going to call him Mott instead of Matt. But she calls him Master. And apparently, uh, she says something about how... uh, I didn't know anyone else was living out here when I came to train in the wilderness. And they're just like, this is a... This is a city park. Like, you're not in the wilderness. (laughs) But there they go. Uh, And she says she's not going to leave until she's good enough to defeat someone. That's certain somebody. I have to beat them. The dummy, you get a good look at it now. It is Chio. It's got orange hair and glasses. She's she's training to take down Chio. 
Uh, Chio knows that they need to get her back to class, but she's too scared to actually go over there since she's tackling a dummy that's made of her. So she inches behind Manana, lays down on the ground, and kicks the shit out of her with both legs and just rockets her over there. She's like, Manana rocket, or something like that, and just kicks the shit out of her. And she, like, flies through the air and lands right in front of Kushitori. Okay. This is where st- stuff starts getting weird, and then it gets <laughs> real weird. Uh, Manana tries to cheer her up. It doesn't really work because Shitori's very distractive and she says it's been so long since I've since I've and she starts drooling because she hasn't been close to another girl in so long and she is just a straight up perv. Uh, her uh, Manana's skirt like waves for a second when she like jumps back uh, from something. I don't remember what it was. There's like a bug or something. I can't. Oh, a lizard. The old guy holds up a lizard and she's yeah, like, it's what? Like it has a roasted lizard. Yeah. And she's like, what? And she jumps and her skirt blows up and Kushitori just has a straight up like waterfall coming out of her mouth now. And she's like, stay away. I have to pur- purge these impure thoughts. All I care about is comedy. And she imagines like, I'm I gonna, I have to grasp it to grasp it. And she's grasping. She imagines a trophy and she's holding it and then it cuts and she's grabbing a butt <laughs> okay Grasp, grasping Hosokawa's butt uh, like she did in the previous episode we see like that whole clip where Chio like wrapped him up and she ended up grabbing Hosokawa's butt or her ass she keeps saying and she couldn't let it go just a river of drool out of her mouth now it shows that grab like straight up 12-20 times in a row just over and over again over and over and over again. She's straight up losing it. And she's like, I'm not playing comedy to grab girls. Mott, the master, the old guy, just laughs. And he tells the story of how 20 years ago he was a corporate cog. Made a lot of money, but he was withering away. Couldn't, you know, his his pitiful existence. This this life of, uh, you know, of, of just nothingness. And all he did was work. And one day he saw some schoolgirls on the train. They were so energetic he wanted that energy. And I thought if I could just get some of that energy and you see this flashback of him as a slightly younger man approaching and his hand going and apparently you don't see it happen, but apparently he gropes one of these girls and then it cuts to like just a picture of the sky, I think. And you hear what is unmistakably the sound of like a cell door closing, like, like real loud, like he definitely got in some big trouble for that one, uh, lost everything. And now he lives here in this park. And he tells Kushitori, this is fucked up. He says, you're in a unique position, Kushitori. Uh, uh, as, a, as a high school girl, you have the privilege of touching other high school girls. <laughs> this is That's awful. A, it's a, I mean, it's a real privilege, You're right? the worst. A you're a bad person. How does it make you. you feel, Brandon? Not good. Um, <laughs> Kushitori falls to her knees. <laughs> and she's like, master, I... And he says, what are your true feelings, Kushitori? And he says, Master, I, I, she tears up. She starts crying. I want to grope some asses. <laughs> Chio can't hear what happening, what's happening, but texts Hosokawa to take credit for finding uh, Kushitori and that she says, hey, we found her. She's at the park. Kushitori now feels this new passion. She realizes what's happening here. She powers up. She stands. There's fire burning around her like she's going super saiyan. She says, I understand now. The way of Kaba is to grope. She powers up. She's like full on going super saiyan. Her tits are bouncing everywhere because remember she's the yeah, one. Yeah, dude. And they're like not just like 
They're going it's up ridiculous. and down, and then some it's points they're going like left and right. It's really bad. And they're like a slow bounce, too. It's really bad, and it's, I hate it. It's fucking hilarious. That's not a meta jiggle, bro. That Dude, it's very meta. You're a fool. Those are some real meta jiggles, man. These are not meta jiggles. Because, you know, if, if it were in Dragon Ball Z and they were powering up, there would be some jiggle to them pecs, okay? So this but is, they didn't draw this that. Is, they never this drew is some meta jiggling. shit, dude. They never drew them jiggling. They drew their hair moving. Via her giant, giant breath. You're a fool. It's, it's acknowledging fool. that peck jiggle, dude. All right, you're That isn't there in Dragon Ball Z. And I mean, shouldn't there be some peck I jiggle? I can't tell if you're joking is what's fucked up. Anyway. How did it make you feel? I didn't care for it. We continue. <laughs> Kushitori... Uh, she powers up. She says she wants to try her new, uh, uh, her new, uh, uh, what do you call technique? And she charges at Manana, who, as she's running at her, says, Hey, Chio's right over there. And she's like, What? And she, Kushitori's running at her, just boom, straight up right angle, does not slow down, just takes off, runs at Chio, grabs her. And it just straight up tackles her and is running with her now. And she was like, what? She's freaked out, but she's like, well, it doesn't hurt. It feels like, feels like, uh, hugging a big down comforter. And there's like a weird, like it, it bit where you see Chio, like you can't see anything, but she's fully nude, hold, hugging a big comforter. It's like, what in the fuck is this show? Um, Kushitori stops, but she's still holding Chiyo, and she's just straight up, like, hand all over this girl's butt. Just like, grab, 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 grab. Ha, 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 And she has her big moment here where she's doing that, and Chiyo's just like, what? Stop! Oh, my God! And uh, Kushitori says, I want to play Kabaddi. I want to grope every female Kabaddi player's ass. Good God. Chiyo tries to find a way out. Hosokawa shows up. Chiyo says, uh, oh, hey... There's a track meet coming up. Uh, Hosokawa's body is probably in perfect shape. And Kushitori's like, perfect shape. And she puts Chiyo down gently and then lunges at uh, at Hosokawa. Uh, she takes off running. Chiyo now free tackles Manana and gropes her butt in revenge. It's just a lot of butt grabbing here. Mott, the master, uh, watches on and he feels that old energy. And there's a bit where he falls down to his knees and screams. That's like the last thing you see. High school girls are the best. And then when it shows the Geo School Road logo, it plays that like like a cell door closing again. <laughs> like this dude, this dude's got issues. All right. Uh Little little bit at the end of this one before the next one. Hosokawa's upset that Chiyo um, straight up used her as a scapegoat, but forgives Chiyo. Chiyo doesn't know how to react to that because like she only hangs out with Manana, and Manana would never be so sincere. So there you go. All right, next next part. God, that ep- fuck you, man. That episode. How did, how did it make you feel? I didn't care for it. It was a lot of groping. Listen, here's the thing. Watching it, it was. I was mostly just like, I can't believe this is a thing that I'm watching. <laughs> I can't believe it's a thing. <laughs> like, there were bits where I was like, I guess that's funny, but it's mostly just ridiculous. And I don't know, man. Well, how did you feel about the master in the park? That dude's got issues, and apparently he got <laughs> locked up, and that makes sense to me. All right. <laughs> next part. Tell me about it, Roger. What's it called? The next part. Uh, this is definitely a cool down. God. Uh, Chio Chan eludes. <sighs> All right. Chio's walking. Muse is on this new game she just beat. Uh, Americans sure like to make games about saving America, she thinks to herself. It's a foreign game. She really likes the hardcore gamer stuff. You know, the 
I don't know, Call of Duties and shit like that. Uh, Chio imagines uh, checking for enemies at this little T crossing uh, that she's walking to. It's a straight line. There's a wall. It goes left and right. So she stops, holds up her bag like it's a gun, peeks around this corner, peeks around the other corner. The whole time this is happening, she doesn't even notice that Takun and his mom with the big boobies is right behind her. Uh, and she like continues down the left path after uh, giving herself the all clear. And uh, his mom definitely does some meta jiggle here. There's a lot of you call it what you want. There's a lot of jiggling for no reason. She doesn't even move, and it's just like boing boing. Uh, she tells Takun, "Well, uh, she's trying to like explain how weird that was." She just goes, uh, "Make sure you always check both ways, like that lady did." Yeah, okay. It's there. You go. She is walking. She sees Manan on a bridge. It's a very narrow path, like in those stealth games, like a Metal Gear or something. So she decides what she's going to do is uh, scare Manana. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. So what she does is um, she calls to her and then ducks and, like, is hanging off the side of the bridge. And she's shimmying over to her with just her hands on the bridge, like, over the water, shimming over to where Manana is. She's going to try to jump up and scare her. Okay. Doesn't really work because Manana's standing there, but... Uh, she, her, she's like Chio's hands are getting very very tired and she can't really hang on uh, Manana hears her like she just hears this sound going uh, like she's about to fall and she thinks it's a ghost she tells the ghost off uh, in a real goofy scene and then she hears the quote unquote ghost say no one cares about that and she realizes it's Chio and looks down and sees her uh, she realizes Chio was trying to scare her says hey you know you should just fall uh, it's probably better for you that you just go, I mean, it's not even that deep. You'll be fine. And she gets her camera out to like record it. Chio uses the last of her strength to reach up and below this safety railing, grab Manana's leg. She grabs Manana's leg. Manana slips her, she falls. Her legs are now hanging off of the bridge but she's behind the railing with, like, a pole of the railing, like, right in her crotch. So, like, she can't, you know, get pulled out. Right. And she was just hang- dangling, hanging onto both of her legs. Uh, it's absolutely absurd. Manana's super pissed. And she's like, this is because of some game, right? Um, what does she say? You're not a child. You need to act like it. You know, eventually you're going to get a game over IRL or blah, blah, blah. Like, all this crap. She's really telling her off. Um, Chio looks up at her and she's just crying. And Manana feels bad. Uh, and with a better bit of effort, she manages to help Chio up. Uh, it's all good, and Chio's still like standing on the other side of the railing, like with her hands on it, like, "Oh, thanks, I think I got it from here." And then she like, for a second, she lets go of the railing and just starts falling back. She's like, "No, I I fucked up or something. I don't remember." She like starts falling again. She's falling straight backwards. Yeah, off this she bridge. like slipped. Yeah, and Manana jumps at her. And says, I told you I wouldn't let go. She did say that earlier. She did say that. And uh, she grabs Chio, has her legs wrapped around this railing. She is like hanging off the railing, ex- like straight out perpendicular to like parallel with the ground now. Chio's leaned way back at an angle, like with her feet on the bridge, but like they are barely supporting each other. And Manana can't, like, pull herself back. And they start arguing about whose fault this is. Like, well, how are you going to... Like, you, what, what's going on here? You can't pull us back? She's like, hey, don't forget I just saved you. Hey, you haven't saved me yet, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're just arguing stuff until an older guy walks up. And, and they both look at him and go, please help us! And then that's that clip. Okay, short bit at the end of this one. I kind of love this. 
after they're safe, the guys helped him. They're both kneeling on the ground in front of him, like saying thank you. And he says, hey, that was very dangerous. You girls are from Samajima Academy, right? What's your names? Uh, and they both answer, but they say each other's names because mm-hmm. that's how they would normally get out of a situation like this, like blame it on the other one. But they're both there, so they can't. And they just like, what? Uh, and they just stare at each other because damn it. But yeah, that's that whole episode. It's gonna it's gonna get worse. It it gets it gets more ridiculous. Yeah. No, it gets great, dude. I love it. <sighs> I got some good chuckles out of this one. All right. Well, I was I was I was a real chucklehead watching this. Tell me tell me about it, man. Episode seven. Episode seven. Convenience store Chio Chan. This one was odd. All right. Chio's running. Early panty shot because she's running so hard. Going to the store to read the new issue of her favorite game magazine. It's a hardcore thing. I think it was actually called, like, Core Gamer. Like, it's hardcore game magazine, all the shooty, like, games that she likes. Runs in, no copies of her games, of her magazine. She's like, what? What's going on? She does, however, find a new BL, the boys love There's magazine. There's a lot of issues with this boy. There's a lot. There's a whole lot of Boy it. love. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty great. And... She she's like, is this what they re- replaced my magazine with this? This boys love stuff. My my magazine's been exterminated. And in the dub, in the subtitle, it is it is bleeped out and asterisk in the thing, but it says exterminated by H star star O S. So homos exterminated by homos. Uh, in the dub, what does she say? In the dub, she, she says she's talking bleeps. about JRPGs. Nobody in America. Well, that's plays. in a second. That's in a second. Okay. But this specific scene, it does bleep it as well. She says, she says something like, "It took my uh, instead of oh, I remember it said they got rid of my doom and gloom and replaced it with dude beeps dude." Yeah, yeah. It's like real dude goofy. Dude, yeah. It's real fucking goofy. Anyway, there's then a brief voiceover that talks about how Chio's probably better off this way. Um because she is only into uh she's into these games with old dude protagonists gorilla heroines like all the girls all the women in the uh, western games just look ugly apparently which is a thing that they've always they said the same thing in gamers so i guess that's just a thing oh yeah uh ultra violence uh and the japanese language pass costs extra like three thousand yen and whatnot uh chio thinks that japanese tastes are just off because obviously these games sell so well but they don't sell well in japan well that just means we're wrong duh holy crap she's got like a lot of ideas about video games that she goes into she rips on jrpgs yeah this is the one where yeah she says that uh that americans don't like jrpgs because the characters the characters look gay af she does say af gay af uh, says I this, was really shocked about the. She says the, like a similar. She says they think they're all gay. In the, she says the same thing in in the sub. <laughs> like wow, Funimation. It's pretty wild. Uh, I will point out that when it shows that image of the two like JRPG characters, there's like a little kid with a giant weapon. She's like, how's this kid even holding that? And then it shows. I don't remember what it said in the sub. I did watch it in dub. It shows the other guy. He's like a taller, older guy with like a shirt all the way. He's like wearing a vest and no shirt. So he's like all his abs are out. And she's like, what? and this guy, that's not a warrior outfit. That's one where you're, uh, that's an outfit for posting on like, what does she say? Like a dating app or something. Mm-hmm. The whole time it's showing that scene, it is playing not the Final Fantasy theme, but very close to it where it's just like an arpeggio going. Yeah, it is very close. It's very close to the Final Fantasy theme. Uh, very, very close. But, uh, she ends up, like, just picking up this, uh, Boys Love book. It is, like, about Boys Love games. 
mm-hmm. specific. So it is game magazine just about specifically. It's about the like them, them boy love dating sims and stuff. Yeah, specifically about those. Uh, she picks it up. I did like the end of this episode, but like some of this was like ridiculous. Mostly that stuff there where she's ripping on the shit. But she picks it up. She thumbs through it. And she's looking. She's like, eh, it does have a decent variety of characters. She says this when she turns to the page with the black guy. She likes the black guy. Yeah. So like she turns to one page. It's just a picture of this guy. And the caption's like, don't you like my thick, full lips? And I'm like, yeah, thick, okay. full lips. Okay. On the black guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> And then she uh, she like blushes blushes and turns to the next page next page and it's like him clearly in the throes of passion like you can see his shirts open and like there's a hand on his face and chest and it says something like I didn't know there was any place as hot as my home and I'm like what is that now hang on what are you implying here anyway she it goes on she was enjoying it she's like what yeah she has like a moment she's like what and then she closes it real quick inches down away from like the the walkway a little bit more and opens it right back up here's the one that got me is she she opens it back up she finds an old guy in this one reminds her of a like a like an older assassin or something from one of her games like and sam the, fisher or something yeah which we get a lot of sam fisher later mm-hmm. but uh she uh, the caption on it says i only know of hell and then she flips the page, and it's the same dude in a similar position as the last guy, hands in the air like he's clearly laying on a bed, shirt all torn open. You can see his uh, chest and stuff. And there's a hand, like, one hand on the side of his face, the other one near his mouth with, like, the thumb in his mouth. And the caption says, heaven, I'm in heaven. Because, like, he's got a thumb in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely absurd. She, like, straight up, like, ping, like, jumps back. Like, she's standing there in an arch, like, because it hit her so hard, this one. She's, like, super into it. She looks at the price. She checks her money. She's got enough to buy it. And she says, I'm, I'm going to get this for research. I just I just wasn't aware of this genre. <laughs> God damn it, Chio. No need to be embarrassed. It's not like the staff here knows me. She gets up front. Ando is working the cash register. Her former biker gang friend. Um, she dives behind a, an aisle to avoid his gate to, so he doesn't see her. And she's like, okay, no, I, I can't buy this from him. I'll just put it back. Nope. When she dove, she bent the corner. It's damaged. She has to buy it. Well, I'll just buy it. No him. person in a bookstore ever cared about dinging a Absolutely corner. Absolutely not. They would immediately put it back and go get another issue. Certainly not here anyway. Um, but yeah, she, she's like, okay, well fine. I'll just buy another magazine to camouflage it. You know, that's always worked for anybody who's buying pervy stuff. Nope. Don't have enough money to buy that. So she looks and sees a free take one magazine with like some cars on. She's like, cool. (laughs) Stags one of those goes up front. Uh, Ando's glad to see her up front. She know, uh, he notices the free magazine. He's like, gee, this is, she's like, oh God, oh God, he knows. And she, he, he says, this is one of those driving school magazines. Hey, your age, you're going to get a bike, right? And she's like, yeah, and just plays along so that he doesn't look. Cause She's like, can you recommend me a good driving school? And he's like, oh, oh yeah, sure. And he just starts thumbing through it. And she's like trying. She The back of this magazine has a super pervy. It's just a straight up shirtless dude like uh, doing one of those. And she's like, I got to cover this up. I can't let him see this. She grabs some of these. He's got them jiggling pegs hanging out. Okay, she grabs <laughs> she grabs like two of these little Tinian uh, uh, candies, these little chocolates, and puts them on top of it. Ends up exactly covering the nipple, so it just looks worse, and it's in 3D now. She's like, oh, God, she grabs more, 
dro- drops him on top, and now it looks like he's wearing a tank top or something. So yeah. it's he's covered at least, and she's like, "Okay, good enough. He won't notice." Um, so she he ends up she ends up saying, "Look, here's my email, so you can." Uh, tell me later. I I gotta get to school. And he's like, oh okay. So he rings her up, and he's like, uh, these chocolates. She's like, here, that's fifteen. Okay. And he rings her up. She pays. Um, starts to rush out, and Ando says, oh hey, do you want a bag for that? And she's like, no, I'm good. And then he stops her as she's about to leave, and he says, uh, oh hey, this your email address. Does this say LOL or BL? And she's like, oh. It's a, it's LOL. And he goes, Hey, Gio, wait. And like, he stops her, like actually tut grabs her shoulder and stops her. He's like, listen, I, uh, I know, look, I'm not judging your taste or anything, but you shouldn't just, you know, walk around with that in public. You know, folks might feel ways about that. Uh, let me get you a bag. And he like takes it and bags it up, puts it in a paper bag for her, puts the paper bag in a mm-hmm. plastic bag, like really helps her out. And she finally leaves and he's like he was super cool about it and that's that scene later she's eating uh it's lunchtime with a girl she's just eating those uh chocolate she bought for her lunch and they're and the other girls are like hey you just eating chocolate for lunch and she's like hey don't judge my choices like echoing ando's sentiments yeah. earlier the bit the little bit after in the, this in the one, english version she goes she's like yep i'm living my best life that's pretty good <laughs> uh the little bit at the end of this one I'm absolutely in love with. Ando's at a friend's place. It looks like one of the biker guys he hung out with. I actually rewatched that episode to make sure, and it looks a lot like him, although he's drawn slightly different because instead of being a tough guy here, he's just like a normal dude. And the dude's like, I can't believe you finally want to play, hang out, and it was just to like borrow my game console. And he's like, eh, I just wanted to see what this game was about. And he's playing one of those boys' love games to like try and, you know, try and relate to Chio a bit because he thinks she's super into it now. And he's like, he says to himself, it feels kind of awkward though, right? This isn't the kind of, the kind of game that dudes usually play together, huh? And he looks over and his biker dude <laughs> has like the big eyes and the, the, like the, the dreamy background around him. And he just goes, Ando-san, I, and then it just cuts back to Ando and he's like, <laughs> it was good. Oh, I hope that that was a good back. one, man. It had me. That, that one, one had that me. One, that was that was pretty. That had me chuckling, dude. That was pretty great. I like that one. The next part of episode oh, seven is Chio Chan and the duel. All right, dude. I'm ready Why to hear this. Why don't you take one. this one, man? All right. You ever checked the oil before? God damn it! Have you ever checked somebody's oil before? You ever goosed them? You ever gave them the dipstick? There's a girl waiting on the street couple guys pass they notice her slobbery knuckle they they say oh that's the uniform from that's a uniform from the ea girls academy uh those are like a bunch of that's like a rich kid school what's she doing over here that's kind of weird uh she spots chio and manana jumps out in front of them challenges them to a duel they completely ignore keep walking Chio, as she's walking, uh, she's telling Manana about how she saw some monkeys. she imitates one Manana laughs then freezes with a shocked look on her face and collapses over. And Chio's just like, was it that funny? And then she looks and sees this private school girl gave Manana the goose. To goose, dude. <laughs> do they call it the, do they call it goosing in the, in the, no, they dub? call it, they call it butt stuff. Okay. In the, in the sub, they call it an enema. <laughs> But, like, she's standing there holding her, like, like, 
I like the one uh I've seen it memed on a couple times that that one episode of Naruto where uh the, the one guy who always has the band over is at Kakashi whatever his name is yeah he like he's like training them and he like gets behind one of them who thought they had him and he like does a quick hand thing and then just like puts his hands together with his fingers out like a finger gun and just jams him into the dude's butt and he flies off it's like one of those she's got her fingers in like the finger gun and she just stabbed her right in the butt oh god this whole episode man all right um she squares off with Chio. This is a this is a duel, an ass off she calls it, and she chases Chio. Chio keeps dodging. Chio manages to get behind her, fakes her out, and goes for an attack. But the other girl, a rich girl, we don't have her name, but I call her Rich Girl. Rich Girl dodges, and she goes for another attack. She dodges again, and Rich Girl, when she's uh back away from her and they're facing each other down again, she's surprised that she met a master of the two hand technique. She's using like, she's got two fingers on each hand and she's like stabbing at her with both hands instead of having them together as one. Oh boy. She says that's risky. Uh, you can break your fingers with a half-assed attack like that. Ha ha. Get it. Half-assed. Next page of my notes. While Chio has her distracted, Manana ends up getting the hit in, and she, uh, rich girl goes down pretty hard. Chio restrains her, zip ties her thumbs together so she can't come after him, and uh, they take. She picks her up, and they she carries her off to a park where they question her. She's not talking. She does tell them she hates girls from Samajima Academy, and she went after the two that she thought were weak. Uh, Chio and Manana just bust out laughing because holy crap, this girl's trying to sound all cool and she lost to people who are weak. Wow, what a loser. They're laughing so hard they don't notice that she's disappeared. She is away from the tree they left her propped against. She's just gone. Uh, as they're laughing, Manana gets that <laughs> look on her face again and Chio's like, what, was it that funny? And she hits the ground again. <laughs> Uh, even with her thumb ties, thumbs tied, she's still tough. Her thumbs were zip tied behind her. She managed to slip them because she's so limber and small. Slip her hands bl- underneath her. Got her hands in front of her, and has her has her like little finger Gave gun her thing old ready. Slobbery knuckle. That's not. Are you just looking up more names? No, for this? I made that one up. But yes, I am trying to find some. You're a bad person. All right. So it's hard. It's actually pretty hard. Just goose. She goosed her. Always just heard it called a goose. Yeah, you poke someone in the butt. That's a goose. You goosed them. I mean, I know oil check or dipstick in them. I heard that one. You can do a credit check, but that's like more of a swipe down the buttocks. I really, you know, I I felt so proud of this show <laughs> earlier. We got we got a piece of fan mail. It made me feel real good. Shout out to my boy Q or my person Q. I don't know, but you're great. And I love that message you sent us in the email. It was very cool. Had some recommendations. Now we're sitting here talking about checking people's oils and credit cards and dipsticks. And I feel Shwip. I feel bad about it. But how did you feel about it when you were watching it? You, ever, was, you ever goose someone before? Let's continue with the breakdown. Ah, this is awful. You heard it first this on the awful. Good Buddies anime podcast. None of this is Brandon good. Brandon been goosing. He was straight goosing, giving somebody the slobber knuckle. <laughs> You're a bad person and I hate you. All right, they go they go at it again. Um, Chio and Rich Girl. Uh, before she knows it, they've actually like ran off and they're in the middle of the park. There's lots of people there. It looks bad that she's over here fi- uh, trying to stick a finger up this girl's butt, this young girl's butt. Uh, even 
Taku, I wrote down here, even Taku and Titty Mom are there. Uh, rich girl lunges at Chio. Chio grabs her hands and just backs away really fast to get him away from all these people where it's, you know, less uh, horrible that she's having a butt fight with a young girl. Uh, doesn't notice, though, that as she's backing up, she na- runs right into a low tree limb, self-destruct, SDs herself, just right in the butt. Rich girl stands up and she's about to finish her off. And she finally shares her motive. She says, I hate girls from Samajima. This is revenge for my brother. And right as she's about to jam right down into her butt, she is caught by Kushitori. Of course, you can't have an episode about butts without the girl showing up. Cobbity, cobbity, grab that tail. Nope. It's gotta be there. Oh, man. Um, She says she was lured by the screams of a woman. She heard a pleasant yelp, she says. Good God. (laughs) Good. God. Pleasant Yelp, that's what I leave when I go to a restaurant. I like, hey yo, gotta Yelp them. Alright. Nobody nobody. Nothing. Alright. Uh Rich Girl, she so Kushitori is just straight up holding her now. And Rich Girl pulls herself a re, uh, away from I wrote down, pulls herself from Kushitori's smothering rack and says, I'll shove one right up your ass. And Kushitori is just like, all right, fine by me. She lets her go, turns around, presents her butt. This scene is just ridiculous. She's like just full on bent over, holding her ass at her. Roger, why'd you make me watch this? Hey, man. Hey, I didn't make you watch anything, okay? (laughs) I didn't make you do a damn thing. Yeah, all right. Some of this stuff I did say earlier. Like, some of this stuff is probably funnier on paper. It's not, like, talking about it, there's no, like, I, I'll admit that when I was watching, I was like, this is this is absolutely absurd. I It's kind of funny, but, like, talking about it, there's no way to make, but, yeah, but also, there's no like, way to describe a about-to-graduate high school girl bent over, holding her butt open, pointing it at a much younger girl, saying, go ahead, jam it in, honey, and this time put some stank on it. Like, there's nothing... <laughs> okay about that yeah it's i mean they're they're sodomizing each other i guess you had to be there buddies i'm so sad that like we've covered some shows that this i show thought is freaking it's shocking dude we've it's covered some like, shows oh. that i i would call legitimately beautiful programs violet evergarden <laughs> made in abyss even devil man cry baby as raunchy as it was had a very demon ejaculate dude had a really great ending it was just so it was poetic even and now Here's Kushitori spreading her butt cheeks. This is this is what what we've come to. This is where we are. <laughs> God damn it, Raj. I'm so sad. I can't wait to reformat. <laughs> All right, we continue. This one, I think this one was uh, more of a recommendation, really. Somebody else told me it was good. Somebody else told you this was good. Yeah, just just. And I'm not gonna say I'm just not, blame it on someone else. I'm not gonna outright disassociate deny. yourself with this program. I, said, I did say you watched the if, episode and you thought it was good. You watched yeah. a little bit of it. And I, I also said earlier I was like, if if somebody is weird and as goofy as this anime is and as uncomfortable as some scenes, as you know, a bunch of young girls sodomizing each other with their fingers, uh, would I still recommend it to somebody? If you're looking to laugh, hell yeah, I'd recommend it. Because oh, I man. definitely have got some quality laughs out of this, this is absurd. dude. It's good, it's absurd. dude. It's good. I'm giving it the stamp of questionable approval. I accidentally forgot the I on the end of Kushitori here, and it just looks like Kushitor, which sounds like a great name for yeah. a weed genie. I'm Kushitor. <laughs> Tell me your wishes. 
smoke that dank herb by maybe me. maybe in this episode she's tushitory oh no i think that is the joke all right uh kushitory presents her butt rich girl can't do it she feels like she's a rich girl you're gone too far but some, some, some. I'm glad. Anyway. I'm glad you got that one, bud. You can rely on the She is a rich girl. Money. She has gone too you far. You can rely on the old man money. It's a bitch girl. Bitch girl. This is awful. It's a bitch, bitch, bitch girl. All right. Well, too much. You rich, too rich, far. bitch girl. All right. It's a little hollow notes, dude. Awful. I dusted off a classic for you. <laughs> and all the good buddies. I hope. Just Here's... blow that dust off. Mm. <laughs> okay. It's a bitch girl. This is too much. All right. So. Rich girl can't do it. Says, uh, feels like if she does it, then it's going to be something more than a duel or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Kushitori. What does that mean? Can you break down what that means for me, sir? She She's into it, man. Uh, Kushitori unbinds her and says, you get it now that womanhood is to be protected and polished and blah, blah, blah. She goes on this whole speech about stuff. I really, I kind of zoned out here because I was like, this is ridiculous chio uh chio agrees with everything kushitori saying but albeit insincere like kushitori has all these lines then chio's just like that's right like she's meowth or something uh rich girl throws dirt into chio's face flips both of them off calls them baka 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 which in the sub is just dumbass 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 and then runs off uh kushitori heads off as well manana appears she's got this wild look in her face and she's like all fucked up she's like i'm gonna destroy that bread i'm gonna reach both what does she say i'm gonna reach both hands up her butt and give her an appendectomy yeah what in the fuck dude all right that's a big word for a high school student little scene, little scene after this when it's lunchtime manana is still pissed doesn't sit down to eat because her ass hurt. She's still got that <laughs> face going. Uh, cheers up a little bit when Hosokawa invites her to the school shop. She's like, hey, you want to go to the shop? And she's like, blah, blah. And then like half her face goes normal. She's like, sure, let's go. Like, it's real goofy. And Chio's like, damn, she's got talent. All right. Next part of the episode. This one had three. Remnants of the day. This one's very short, but. Or remnants of that day. I'm sorry. This one's very short, but was pretty great. And I kind of loved it. Yeah. Uh, Chio and Manon are walking. They see an old woman sitting in the same place she has been for the last few days. Looking down, she seems sad, depressed even. Uh, Manana tells Chio, Hey, my dad told me that the shop across from her used to be a forest with these beautiful hydrangeas. And they imagine, you see this brief flashback, it's really just their imagination of this uh, younger couple sitting there. It's like, you know, ad- adults, but they're sitting there looking at the flowers and they're so pretty. And the guy says something like... Uh, you know it. Uh, they're beautiful, aren't they? And she's like, and the woman's like, yeah, it's really great. And she's like, uh, you know, if uh, as long as we both can, we should come back here every year and look at look at how beautiful they are. And she's like, yes, I'd I'd like that. It's very nice. It's very very beautiful. Very cute. And they're imagining that she's sitting there with her husband, but now she's alone. Her memory, that beautiful memory, has been paved over by glass and concrete. The the, you know, march of society doesn't hold any memories dear. And they walk over, they feel bad for her. They walk over and ask if she'd like to chat. They see that she is, in fact, playing a game on her phone. That's why she's looking down. <laughs> the clerk opens the door, tells her, Hey, if you're going to sit there leeching off our Wi-Fi, you could at least buy a coffee. Hey, fuck you, buddy! <laughs> she just cusses him out. 
and she's like hey hey shut up you asshole and she he's like hey get out of here we're gonna we're just gonna block your device and she walks off she's like i'll just hack it anyway you dumbass and she just walks yeah see you tomorrow (laughs) see you tomorrow asshole she just leaves now that's just fucking funny it was good that was beautiful that was brilliant (laughs) it was good i love that one the shortest part of this episode and no one spread their butt (laughs) Mm -mm. nobody got goose nobody got a slobbery knuckle Got nothing, dude. You give me one more that you haven't said yet. Give me one more right now, Roger. I gotta come up with it, dude. I mean, there's a classic, you know, the classic alien probe, dude. Give him the... The... Uh, the chocolate plunger. (laughs) I was trying to think of something. I was gonna say, like, the... The the old... The old brown knuckle. But that's really gross. (laughs) Bowl one in the stink. <laughs> oh no. This was the worst and I hated it. And I'm sorry y'all had to listen to this. I feel like I'm letting down a lot of lot of lot of friends. A lot Love of good y'all. buddies. I don't think any of the good buddies are let down, man. Alright. They, that... they they probably if if any of the good buddies followed with this and watched those episodes, they're probably like, oh. They're probably in the same position as me, like, I can't wait to hear Brandon talk about this. Y'all just want to see me suffer, I get it. I wanted to talk to you about it all week, but I, I let it go because I would look at my phone by the time I, I was like, you know what? I need to talk to Brandon about that. All right. And it would be uh, like 324 in the morning. <laughs> anyway, episode eight. It's cold out high. Chance Maranco. Ep- episode eight. Episode eight. She's always worried about things like that. What's the first one called? There's two or three Yuki on Yuki Chan doesn't care. Yuki it's Chan three. doesn't care. It's okay. three. Yeah, Yuki Yuki gets kind of wild in this one. All right. This one starts with a clip that doesn't mean anything until like partway through this one. But we see and they they you can't tell me this is meta because they really like they linger on the shots of her for a moment where she's putting her shirts on. You see her mm-hmm. like undergarments underneath what she's putting on and it play, even has little uh, uh, bits when she's like slipping on her skirt and shit. But it's Chio getting dressed putting on what appears to be her tennis outfit and uh, her skirt and shirt and a uh visor and then she walks through a doorway into a blinding light and you can't see her all right cut to chiu and manana uh sitting waiting wishing you believed in superstition that's a little jack johnson i don't know how where that came from but they're sitting and waiting uh in their regular school outfits and Hosokawa runs up. At this point, they are close enough with her that they call her Yuki-chan. They're good enough friends that they call her by their given name rather than the family name. Very nice. Yuki, uh, Yuki-chan shows up wearing a straight-up track outfit, which when I say track outfit, I mean like, y'all saw Devilman Cryberry. It's like the thing that uh, Homegirl was wearing at the beginning of that one when she was running. It's like... Mm-hmm. A barely there like it's pretty much like, like a it's like a swimsuit it's like a yeah. two piece swimsuit kind of thing with just the tiny little uh, undie bits and the tiny little uh, sports like holding holding her down up top like there it is that's what she's wearing uh, I do want to point out here they they give you kind of a detail shot where you can really see homegirl got straight up at eight pack I heard Yuki Chan was shredded but Yuki Chan has an eight pack she is mm-hmm. she's fucking ripped. Um, but the girls are freaked the fuck out by this because, like, holy moly, you're seriously just walking around in that? Good God. Um, Yuki doesn't seem to mind at all. Because she loves track. 
She does. She loves running. She loves track. Uh, in fact, um, Manana is like, man, like thinking to herself, she doesn't even make, she doesn't even get it. She's so naive. Um, and Manana decides she's going to knock some sense into her. And as they're walking, she says, Hey, let's go to this convenience store. She knows it's going to be busy at this time of day. And sure enough, they go in and Yuki is getting a whole, whole lot of crazy looks. Uh, people are just staring at her and like really glancing, like breaking their necks, checking out this, this high school girl who's wearing what is essentially underwear. Um, and, but Yuki just doesn't seem to mind or even notice like just doesn't even notice uh manana finally just outright tells her hey people are staring because of how you're dressed and manana uh, or hosakawa yuki yuki stands there for a second she goes yeah it's great right like being at a track meet and <laughs> manana's just like manana has this moment she's like what wait is she just like an exhibitionist does she just like showing off her like that's that's the moment that's the thought she has it sure as hell seems like she might be because how how comfortable she is like maybe it is that she just loved track and loves track and that's what this is like to her but she does seem like she's super cool and even inviting people to just look at her while she is very like not nude but damn close as close as you can get without getting arrested i think holy moly uh, that's her thinking anyway, that she, Manana now believes Yuki is in fact an exhibitionist. So they leave, Chio exits last, like, hey, where's Chio? And then she runs out. She in fact went to the bathroom, this was the scene at the beginning, and changed into her tennis outfit. Manana's impressed, she's like, oh, she's, she's wearing that shorter, like the tennis outfit with the shorter skirt and stuff to try and distract from Yuki, that's really nice of her. Uh, and then she realizes the truth, that visor, she's pulling it down way over her face, she's like, oh... No, she's wearing this because she can wear the visor, which hides her face, so no one knows that she's the one walking around with this almost naked girl, and no one's even going to notice her in the shorty skirt because there's a girl who's wearing almost nothing right next to her. Yeah, Chio likes to blend in. She really likes to blend in. She goes on to... She actually explains like a bunch of stuff here about how... um, this is uh, how it t- this is her plan to stay like below average uh it takes a lot of planning in fact to be so below average as she is uh no it doesn't manana starts <laughs> plotting it does if you're chio manana starts plotting yuki she told her earlier uh, yuki told manana earlier that her favorite uh event is the 100 sorry 1500 meter dash the 1500 meter dash uh and Manana stops them and says, hey, you know how far we are from the school right now? She checks her GPS. Exactly 1,500 meters. Huh, look, what, well, what do you know? And Yuki Hosokawa just starts freaking vibrating. She's like, uh, I want to run. And Manana uh, thinks to herself, yeah, uh, the one thing she likes more than being an exhibitionist is running. So... She's trying to get her to take off running because then she gets to embarrass Chio, who has to walk around in this shorty skirt and all that. Um, Chio tries to talk her out of it and say, no, 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 we should all walk together. It'll be fun. Come on. Manana jumps back, pulls out a party popper noisemaker thing she got from the store, says, on your mark, get set, go, and pulls it like it's a gun firing. And Hosokawa Yuki just is gone. She's immediately gone. She's just bailed. And she left her bag with them and is like, carry my bag for me. And just takes the fuck off. She is sprinting. They definitely can't catch her. Chiyo, no way she's going to catch her. So 
they're just left standing there. Uh, Manana with his goofy smile on her face and Chio like, oh, God damn it. And Manana just throws an arm around Chio and says, you look really cute in that skirt, Chio. And Chio's like, please be merciful. Just let me change. She does not. They walk to school like that. Later, Chio actually remembers a a bit earlier when they were in like elementary school, when they were in like very young where they were going to the pool that day and Manana did basically the same thing as you can just showed up in her swimsuit already, uh, which was very embarrassing for her. But um, then she, she does something here that I'm thinking maybe they'll bring back in later episodes or maybe they won't. And it was just a goofy joke, but she says, Oh, and that was that. And that was the same day that thing happened. And Manana's just like, don't say it. And she like stops her before you find out what, what that thing was, what happened next. Just pretty funny. Uh, then a little bit at the end of this episode, because they have to have another thing. Chio's explaining why she likes soft tennis so much because the balls are larger and made of rubbers, made of rubber, and you can hit them real far. Ha! That's it. That's the only reason she joined soft tennis club because she like hit ball real far. It's great. Next part. Tell me about it, Roger. Chio Fisher. Here's that Sam Fisher reference. Yeah, we get a lot of Splinter Cell in this one. Yep. Um. So this one, Chio and Manana are walking. Chio tries to tell her, tell Manana about this new game she played. Now, when was this show, man? That's not new. Uh, it's a new show. So I guess it was just a new to her. Uh, it's clearly Splinter Cell. You see, like, this, you know, Sam Fisher type guy with the with the night vision goggles with the three green lights on and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it's clearly, it's clearly freaking uh, Splinter Cell. And Manana is too focused on this diet app to even pay attention. She apparently gains some weight. Chio demonstrates this technique from the game by there's a very narrow alleyway and she like does the like spider climb thing where like she's like up there on the uh, like in between these two walls, like holding herself up with just her feet. And she's like, Manana, look, look, look. And she does like a like a finger gun and like shoots at her. Uh, and Manana dodges just to mess with her. And she's like, hey, you're not supposed to dodge. Come on. But but I goes right back to ignoring her, uh, which is when some guy approaches Manana and he's like, oh, hey, it's you. And he she's like, uh, do I know? He's like, oh, it's me, Ushida, Yuki's uh, uh, running buddy. And it is him. He has lost so much weight. Dude is looking a pretty right. Yeah, man, he's looking good. He's, he's looking got real that good. He's got going. a nice suit on. My dude, my dude did a little glow up. He glowed up on us, man. I'm feeling the glow. <laughs> He was, he was running with them high school girls and then boom, he's, look, looking, he's looking pretty good. He's looking real good. Good for him. And uh, Manana's like, holy shit, I can't believe it. Like, he's lost a lot of weight. She's very impressed. And he starts sharing all this advice with her. And uh, Manana's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like taking notes and shit. Chiyo, meanwhile, is stuck up there and doesn't want it. Like, he, she realizes, oh, man, if that guy looks over here, it's going to look like I'm just trying to flash in my mm-hmm. panties. Let me, let me get out of here. So she just starts going up higher and higher just keeps on going she's just going up these two buildings now and as she's going she's having a lot of fun and she thinks to herself oh man if this was like a video game when i got to the top there'd be some kind of like secret treasure or something like uh like something cool like that some epic loot epic loot is that what she says in the dub gross uh as she's thinking that just like in the first episode where she was in her own little fantasy and someone opened a window, a window right next to her pops open and there's a bald business guy there just standing there and he closes his eyes for a second 
because there's a spider hanging there. And he's like, yeah, spider, which is just enough time for her to grab onto that window and hang down out the window so that he can't see her. And he calls to someone behind him to bring him some spray for the spider. And she's like, oh, God, he's going to see me. This is my chance. So while his back is turned and no one can see out the window because he's standing there, she jumps up, gets in the window, jumps past the window and climbs and balances herself on top of an AC unit that is over the window. Uh, and she got there and she nailed it. She, she totally managed to avoid this guy's gaze. Uh, they spray the bugs, they close the window and she's good. She's like, oh man, I'm having so much fun. Um, she continues upward, uh, onto like just going up and up and up and up. Meanwhile, on the ground, Ushida finally leaves and Manana finally notices Chiyo. She is crazy high up and she's just pissed off. She's like, oh my god, this is so dangerous. You and your stupid games, you're gonna end up killing yourself. Oh my god. And she ends up going into one of the buildings to try and get up there to try and, you know, get, uh, help her, stop her, I don't know. But she's running up there. She's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, as she's going up, she is going up a stairwell and there's a dude who is smoking a cigarette there on the stairwell, taking a smoke break in the stairwell. Mm-hmm. And she stops. Says, uh, she tries to figure out how she's gonna, she gonna get past this guy. So she takes off her little bandana from her uniform takes some books out of her bag, wraps it around the book so it looks like a little lunch pack and walks up and she and the dude's like, hey, you're too young to be here. And he's, she's like, oh, I'm, my dad forgot his lunch. I'm just bringing it for him. And she's like, oh, that's oh, such a nice girl. And as she's walking, he's like, hey, who's your dad, by the way? And she just like, eh, and smiles at him and keeps going. And he's like, uh, she must be at that age. Like, I don't know what that means, but yeah, okay. She got past this guy. Meanwhile, Chio has now made it to the roof. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm so cool. Take a selfie. And she takes a selfie. Manana emerges from the roof on the other side of the gap on the other building, screams at Chio, uh, drops her uh, drops her bag and runs at her, just sprints at Chio. And Chio's like, what? What? And Manana jumps across the gap, lands over Chio. Like, Chio's now fallen backwards and she's standing over her. And she holds up one fist and she goes Chio and brings it down like she's just gonna punch the shit out of her Chio grabs her fist so that she doesn't hit her and Manana's just like ah come on you should just let me hit you when you're doing something this stupid and then Chio moves her fist and you can see Chio is crying uh and she's crying pretty hard and she's like Manana and Manana's like what and Chio goes you have no athletic ability I thought you were gonna fall when you jumped and Manana's like, what? And she turns and looks at that gap, and she's just like, oh, thump, and just straight up faints, which is pretty funny. Holy crap. Chio grabs her before she hits the ground, and she says, and she says to herself, but you came for me. I guess, I guess the rare item I found was friendship. The real mm-hmm. epic loot was the friends we made along the way, Roger. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so stupid. But uh, she picks her up. She finds a ladder that's on the roof that she's on, uh, uses it to cross the gap back to the other building that uh, Manana came across for a couple reasons. One, because Manana managed to come up that stairwell, so she knows, okay, it's probably cool to like get down there without too much incident. Two, uh, Manana did leave her bag over there, so you're not just going to leave without your bag and shit. But uh, she heads on. She heads down the stairs. As she's going, they run into Smoker Guy again. Chio is carrying Manana on her back, and he's like, "Hey, well, that girl was bringing her dad lunch. Where'd you come from?" And she says, "Oh, well, listen, Manana's 
my friend here, she's the youngest, she's the oldest of 10 kids. Family's going through tough times and, you know, she hasn't been eating. Um, she messaged me to come help her because she fell ill in the bathroom. And Smoker guy's just like, oh my gosh, such a good girl. And he just starts crying as they as they walk off. Uh, later, Man- uh, the little bit after this episode, Manana tells Chio to delete that roof picture she took. And Chio's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Manana's like, yeah, you do. And she grabs her phone and looks through it and finds that Chio, in fact, when Manana was passed out, took a real goofy picture of her where she's like holding open her eye and shit and like fucking with her. Uh, when Manana was passed out, which is pretty funny. Ha ha. Funny, funny, funny. All right. Last part of this one. Last part. Fairly serious. Momo Chan's story. This one felt out of place. It's a little out of place, but also it's like, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of seriousness in an ocean of goofy ass butt poking. Yep. So I was fine with it. Maybe, maybe not the best way to end our coverage on, but I mean, that's what we're doing. So that's the episode. Uh, so this one starts with a bunch of kids at the fountain. One of them wonders if drinking the tap water is okay. Momo te- Momo is right behind him, and she tells him, actually, the level of chlorine in, uh, in, other- in most places is too high, but for us, it's totally fine. And this school is relatively new, so the pipes are super, and they're just like, oh my god, stop, you're so annoying, and they walk off. I didn't need to know all that. And they just leave, and she's like, oh man, she feels kind of bad. Uh, we learned that she actually has no friends. She does, in fact, have zero friends. I feel bad for her. Give Momo some friends. I hope she gets some friends in next episode. Oh, so too, man. Yeah, kind of, I, I do like her character. She's very, she's very, you know, she just tries so hard. <laughs> she tries so hard. But um, they uh, we then see Momo at the gate walking into school, and she's like, "Why? Why isn't Goto stopping that guy? He's at a dress code." I don't get it. Like, she's wondering, like, why no one is worrying about the rules except her. Uh, Later, we see Momo. We then see Momo in uh, a copy room making some copies. Making some copies. Momo making some copies. Saturday Night Live. You don't know that one? Mm Mm-mm. It was like an old. I had no idea what you were doing. It's like an old (laughs) Rob Rob Schneider bit. All right, I'm the asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Making some captain. All right. Anyway, god damn it, I'm such a loser. All right, I'm I'm a real Momo over here. Anyway, uh, she's making got no friends. She's making some copies of this thing, and she's like telling herself, "I'm gonna I'm gonna try harder. Harder. I want to help out. I'm I'm gonna do it right." And in class, uh, class is about to be over, and the teacher asks if anyone has any questions, comments, or whatever. And Momo stands up and says, yes, um, so our test scores were lower than any other classes, and I thought um, we should use a new study method. Uh, <laughs> Roger just put on a tinfoil hat, and he's being a real goober. Come on, man. <laughs> Again, you can't break down while I have my hat on? I guess I can. I paid a lot of money for this hat. You paid for tinfoil, and you wrapped it into a hat. You're right. I sure did. And it's got a nice antenna on it. You can check out some of them tinfoil hat live streams on the channel. Well, you doofy as hell. Anyway, uh, she says that uh, she thinks that we need a new study method, and she's come up with one. She's got copies to hand out. And a bunch of kids just like, hey, I got to get to club. I'm leaving. And someone else is like, yeah, I don't even study at home. This is dumb. And they all just leave. And then they call her a goody-goody, and she's trying to show off and blah, blah, blah. They call her annoying again. She doesn't get it. She's she's upset. Um, the teacher even tells her, "Hey, you know, our, our we go by the curriculum. So if if you have any problems with that, next scene you see Momo standing at the trash. She's leaving all those copies she made with the combustible waste. Bummer. 
And then she says, I don't understand. Why? 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 And as she's walking into school again, uh, Goto stops her uh, and with with his uh, kendo stick. And she goes, why? Why is it just me? And she's all upset. And Goto says, I stopped you because you look like you wanted me to stop you. Don't you want someone to listen to what you have to say? And then there in his in the office, the student council office, she shows him her study plan and he says, you know what, this is this is actually really good. I mean, it's a little bit of work, but it's it's very good. And he says, listen, we, we could use someone like you on the disciplinary committee and uh, we could use you on the disciplinary committee. And she refuses. She says, no, I mean, there must be others like me. And he says, we don't need someone like you. We need you. And she just breaks down crying. She accepts. This is how she got on the disciplinary committee. We see her putting on the little band, armband in the mirror and walking out of the room. And she's actually happy. And that's it. Yeah. I liked Very it. I thought it was pretty place. good. Very that's out of place. Okay. But I thought pretty good. And uh, that's that episode. That, that's it, dude. And we, we we're going to finish it off. Yep. Nine we're through twelve. Finish it off next week. It'll I will be, say that once again, the last episode of this in type, the style that we've been doing the entire time we're gonna switch it up we switch yeah so uh, we'll see how we'll see how new format goes we'll figure it out and i think yeah. it's gonna be pretty great so i if, will say i have not watched any of the rest of these episodes i do know that the last episode because i was just shuffling through them real quick and one of the titles is yuki chan bears it all hooray and i don't know we're gonna finish out strong dude how i'm gonna feel about that all right. See y'all next week. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you if you guys, all you good buddies out there listening, uh, uh regarding the format change, if yeah, you man. have if you have suggestions of anime and stuff like that that you'd like us to check out, uh, definitely you know message it to us somewhere. Our good buddy, like Brandon mentioned earlier, Q our good buddy us, Q sent us he sent some us cool stuff. Mail, and he had some suggestions on there. And we'd definitely be into, you know, like, if you guys send us stuff in, we'll tally it up and we'll, you know, we'll figure out what seems like people really want to see. Yeah, man. And if we don't have very many suggestions, we'll definitely take some of them that, that are sent in and, you know, really do some stuff for you guys, too. And thanks for that red message, Q, man. That, yeah, that felt that like, awesome, no man. joke, no joke. Like, we sat down it's, to start recording. Roger opened up his laptop, checked it, and was like, whoa, we got an email. And he read it. And I read it, and we both just like stood here, look, smiling at each other, because like, holy crap, that was a super cool, like, super nice yeah, message. Yeah, it was a nice message. It was like legit, just put a smile on our faces, yeah. and we love our good buddies, and we love our good buddy Q. Yeah, so we we appreciate that good that was buddy. Super cool, man. And if any of the other good buddies, like I said, if y'all have any suggestions for the the changing of the format. Some stuff that maybe you're curious about, you'd like us to do a shorter review or yeah, something Yeah, specifically, on. specifically, like, we're not going to say the whole message, but, like, the gist of it was, like, hey, since you're switching it up, had some suggestions, but they were, like, longer form. It wouldn't really work with the way you're doing it now. Right. So maybe check these out and, you know, see, see what you think. And I'm definitely going to check a couple of them out. Yeah. It was really yeah, neat. Yeah, me too. So I think I think that's it for the episode, dude. We I can... think we got there. We don't have any questions or nothing. No, no questions, dude. All right. So let's hit the plugs. Yep, hit them plugs. Hit them plugs. Uh, Roll them out, dude. Roll them out. So, of course, we have all the stuff. Uh, as we already said, you can send us an email. That's thegoodbuddiesanimepod at gmail.com. Uh, just like our good buddy Q did. 
Shout out. Uh, we also do have the Facebook group. That is the Good Buddies Universe. We do have the Twitter, TGB underscore Anime Pod. We have the Tumblr, thegoodbuddies.tumblr.com. Yes, they all have different names. You're going to make it. I, I trust you. Um, you can, of course, anywhere you can leave a, que- a comment or uh, you know a rating or something. If you leave one there, odds are we're going to find it. That's on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, I use Podcast Addict. We're also on Podbean. Anywhere that fine podcasts are sold, even though we don't sell them. We are not on Spotify. So there you go. Um, the other thing, let's see. Am I missing anything, dude? That's it for like the media stuff. Right? Oh, so. rapid kick media on oh, YouTube yeah, on where YouTube. you may or may not be listening slash watching this right now. Yeah. Also check out that, uh, check out our little, uh, detective Pikachu video yeah. we did. It was yeah. pretty fun. You get to see me wearing a goofy ass Pikachu hat. I did go ahead and put it in the good buddies playlist, even though it wasn't an episode. I may find it straight on the playlist. I like flap my little Pikachu ears around. It was great. Yeah. Uh, it was a good time. We also talk about Ninja Turtles for some reason and how I don't know anything about them and I don't care because Ninja Turtles well, suck. Roast me, roast me, there roast was, me daddy. There was a reason that the Ninja Turtles There was a re- Ninja Turtles that they were brought up. Yeah, but I just... Fucking Ninja Turtle. Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. That was mean and I feel bad about myself <laughs> for saying it. It's cool, man. I don't really, I don't really give a shit. I feel like I'm gonna get a bunch of people like uh, someone's gonna I be pissed so, off. Dude. Someone's gonna be upset that I'm hating on Ninja Turtles. I know uh, my good buddy at work hates me every time I bring it up, but you like what you Ninja like. Turtles. You don't have like Ninja Turtles. I love Ninja Turtles. I love Scooby Doo. I went on and I'm on. I'm trying to get some it. heat here, Roger. Roast me. All oh, right. Okay. Anyway, use <laughs> a bitch, dude. Use a bitch. <laughs> anyway, about to get goose later, son. Oh no. Don't do that. I know you've been doing some goosing because you wouldn't admit to it. Not true. You Leave me alone. You wouldn't admit that you didn't do it. I have never goosed have... without consent. <laughs> you? Oh, you're like, may, you, sir, may I goose you, please? I've never. All right. Oh, let's God. continue. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's talk about the. That's it for the for the media plugs. Hit us up in any of those places. We love you, and I'm sorry this was such a butt heavy episode. <laughs> but who doesn't love butts? All right. Uh, do want to, of course, give a shout out to our good buddies, Married with Sea Monsters, a.k.a. the Mary Janes, for the use of our opening theme song, Paper Doll. You can find that. Uh, now, they are on Spotify, but that song, along with several other great hits, are not available on Spotify. They are only on MarriedWithSeaMonsters.BandCamp.com. Okay. Check them out. Do want to give a shout out to our good buddy, Petty Theft. Uh, break it down. Break it down. Uh, yeah. 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 About to go. No, I'm not. All right. Uh, Betty Theft actually jumped into the stream for like a second earlier, yeah. and I was like, ah, oh, hell yeah. And I just typed out. What's up, dude? How's he laugh, Roger? That's my good buddy, Petty Theft. I love him. Oh, I love Petty Theft. But shout out to our good buddy, Petty Theft, for the use of our closing theme song, which we're calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Petty Theft is on SoundCloud and on Twitter as Petty Theft. That's two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Petty Theft. So I would do the puppetitas. But I think that's it for the plugs, my good boy. You taking us out? Yeah, I'll take us out, dude. All right, tell me about it, dude. But from all of us here at the Good Buddies Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. Ghost. No.